Hi, I'm Spicy Dicey. And I'm Chantal Renee. And, and we, we love, love sex and horror. These are topics we love to write about as published authors. I love all things spicy and dicey. And I'm a big fan of sex and the sinister. Thanks for joining us for some dark, twisted, sexy, uncensored fun as we discuss sex, sex and, and horror. All right, Chantel, how you doing? I am here somehow by the miracle of somebody's God. <laughs> <laughs> Anything you need to get off your chest this week before we dive in? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. I've been, I've been too busy doing too much shit to be bitching about others. <laughs> what you been doing? Oh, I'm, I'm moving. So I'm just packing and moving and packing and moving. Mm-hmm. Well, nice. Now, you know how fun that is in the middle of summer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think I've always moved during the summer. It's always been a mess. I'm like, why? Why did I do this to myself? <laughs> for the American dream. Oh, I guess so. Well, really, for the the idea that me and my husband cannot live in a shoebox and, you know, eventually go after each other with a hammer at some point. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. And I saw the pictures, so looks good. Congratulations you. on your move. You. Yeah. What about you? You got any ranting and raving to do? Um, there's a lot that I could rant about. I I've been getting it out on Twitter lately, I think, but I will say that I I submitted a pilot script to a con a con a competition, a contest. So oh, that's nice. the first yeah, that's the first time I've ever done that. I feel pretty good about it, but it was just the act of actually polishing one. And, you know, just taking that step. And um, I have really been bad about getting our episodes out. It's been two weeks. You know, we recorded those two back to back. I just mm-hmm. got one of them up today, earlier today. Ow. So I got I to get the second one up uh, tonight <laughs> and this one and this episode because I, I don't want to get behind. I want them to stay in order and I want them to go by the weeks, you know. Yeah. But I've been writing so hard that I've just let other stuff go. I get it, girl. Yeah. Hopefully we won't get hate mail. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, the good thing was, is I saw almost immediately after I hit the publish, I saw, you know, a whole bunch of streams go off immediately because I was thinking all along. I was like, well, it don't look like anybody's worried. Nobody said, hey, where's this week's episode? Hey, where's this week's episode? What's going on, ladies? You know, nobody <laughs> said anything. So I was like, well, fuck it. I'm going to just keep doing what I've been doing. And uh, but I, it, apparently maybe some were, were waiting on it because yeah, I saw the streams. Less they were than. going on. Huh? Bless them. May they be blessed with uh, a thousand <laughs> orgasms. <laughs> yeah, get the fiddling, fiddling yourselves down there. <laughs> May you have a thousand wonderful orgasms for doing that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I, that somebody would bless me like that shit. <laughs> anyway. So it's, it's really been all about the writing for me. Uh, we went to... Um, we went out of town. Uh, my one of my husband's high school friends, uh-huh. uh, high school classmates. You know, one of his friends uh, died of a heart attack, and so he raised a lot of money to give to the family. I was very happy, proud that he did that. Um, and and so he we took that there, and we were there. While we were there, my in-laws' dog died. Oh goodness. <laughs> and. Oh, my God, that was so hard. I mean, and I am not, I okay, I'm a very sensitive person, right? So when it comes to death, I, I know I, I write a lot about death and I talk a lot about death, but that's only because it bothers me so much. It's just so final and it's it's hard, you know, like, I, sure. and I empathize with anybody that's going through it. Like, I don't even care if I never knew the person that, that's deceased, mm-hmm. just knowing that someone else is hurting, hurts me, and and uh, at the time, it was my mother-in-law and my kids, and they were just tore up. And I'm oh. said I was trying, you know, to hold it together and and help everybody and try to comfort everybody. And I'm like the wrong person for that. <laughs> I really am. I am the wrong person. Uh, my mother-in-law, she she was she was even grateful that I was there. And I was like, oh my God, I did not want this to happen while we were here because the dog was old. I mean, he lived a great life. He was 16 years old. So and hard, 
yeah, but you're, you're never prepared for a person or animal to die, you know. And so I have been trying to prepare my kids because we know what's going to happen at some point. Uh, and, and sooner than it would be, you know, if he were a puppy. But right. so it happened right while we were there. And um, but I, I, you know, thinking of it cosmically, it was better for her not to be there by herself and this happened, you know, so yeah, nobody else was there, you know, like, uh, Danny's dad is in another state right now. And, and, uh, he was, and Danny was gone helping, you know, some of his high school classmates deal with that death. So I was trying to put it together and hold it together for oh, everybody. Wow. <laughs> Girl. Oh, wow. And your first, in the first death they had to go through. Oh, that's yes. Nice. Yes. It, it was mm. the first. Yeah. Mm. This is this been a hard one. It it was really hard. And my daughter, she's tough. She's strong. You know, she's trying to hold it in. I was like, don't. Just it's okay to grieve. It's okay to be sad. And my son, oh my God, it, the, the wail he let out. He was the one that I that alerted me that something was was going on in the house that something was wrong. Because mm. I never heard him him you know feel that you know and you, wow. it, I hear it in his voice and I was like, what is going on? What's going on? But. <laughs> So, I mean, you know, death comes for us all, and it's never easy. Yeah. And it's only entertaining when the person deserves it, so. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I would hate to to be someone to, set the, to make the call on who deserves it and who doesn't, but I got a list. I got yeah. a list. I got yeah. a list of some that I think may not. But yeah. I, I actually came up with a great uh, plot this week for a uh, short horror that I want to do. It would make great, a great piece for an anthology. And uh, there's some there's some uh, public executions involved. Oh, nice. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of gore. And I it's going to be, uh, that. It's gonna be uh, uh, child killers that will be publicly executed. So. Well, there you go. See, they deserve it. Yeah. Get them. Yeah, everybody, everybody can root for that shit. <laughs> yeah. Get them. <laughs> Have you been hearing the cuties drama? that's going on netflix released some promo for a movie they have coming up called cuties and um the only thing i know is that it was about an 11 year old girl twerking and people were not happy and netflix released a um an apology today and they removed the the promos that they did for it and they they put out new promos for it but some people that's not enough they're like take that shit down don't air it it has already won some awards at um, at a film festival, at least one film festival I know, but it was it's supposedly not glorifying the the underage twerking, mm-hmm. um, but the, in the promos it appeared that it was and people. What is just, it about? Um, I I don't know if it's kind of like a pageant thing where the girls are twerking and it's. There and it's like showing the the horrors of it or something. I don't know because it, it's not it doesn't appeal to me anyway. Like I'm not gonna watch it regardless. So, mm. uh, but um, just the 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 fact that it's available or coming soon or whatever to Netflix has really pissed some people off. Man, you know I get it. it it's such a fine line. You know, there's there's so much human trafficking happening in the world, and we already are are over capacity for trauma and terror right now on our planet <laughs> you know True. i get it but it's True. hard it's one of those things it's like we're you know like we've talked about before where's where does censorship need to start right and, right know, creativity so for example uh, michelle pace who we've had on our show posted mm-hmm. on her facebook uh today and i'm talking back and forth with her on her post mm-hmm. where an author she knows is get got tagged by Amazon for one of her books to be taken down possibly because of something like 46 errors and they sent her all this stuff that one reader had sent in on her book and it was nothing but colloquialisms hmm. I see. And, and you're like which is basically the way a character is going to talk it has to do with the area that they're they're born in the you know the the time of year the freaking type of you know are they rich or are they poor you know like there's all these things that that we put into our character creativity that has to do with bringing that character to life. And sometimes it's going to be incorrect grammar or um, 
uh, what's the the idioms? You know, there's going to be things mm-hmm. like that in books. But this yeah. person wanted to just nitpick and get this uh, author's book taken down. Yeah, you're right. It is a fine line. Yeah, uh, between um, artists and creators being able to express themselves, no matter how gritty or or uncomfortable something is. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's it's still. Uh, you know, should they not produce what they want to produce because it's going to be offensive to some or, you know, yeah, it's a, it's a very gray area, but I have it some is. good news. I have some oh, good yeah? news then. What's yeah. That? You ready? Yeah. Something's coming on um, Lucifer tonight around 2 a.m. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait, did you give it away? <laughs> I'm like, wait, who's coming on this? <laughs> Is this part of the thousand orgasms? <laughs> well, you heard it here, folks. <laughs> you heard it first here. Oh, my God. That's great. And normally I'd be able to say this is from a lack of sleep, but since I loaded up on coffee, this is just an, an abundance of coffee. So, <laughs> what's my punchline? <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, so, anyway, <laughs> Lucifer is coming on Netflix tonight around 2 a.m. Uh, you know, because you Friday, to watch or are you going to watch it tomorrow? Oh, I'm going to start it tonight because I'm usually up anyway. I stay up now. Now I'm staying up to like seven or eight in the morning. Good Lord. <laughs> Girl, <laughs> you just woke up an hour ago. Yeah, right. We can never get none of this shit uh, done on a video so we can put it on YouTube. And then I and then I go, I go, uh, I get back up somewhere around 10 or 12. But I mean, I know there's a lot of chaos going on and everything, but I'm in a manic phase, I guess, and my writing and everything is just turned up, and I got to ride it while I can before the de- depression sets in. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> so that's why I'm Good up. <laughs> All right, yeah, so Lucifer. Lucifer is coming out. <laughs> I think that's exciting. I love, 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 love that show. It's so fun. Sorry I ruined the punchline, but. Hey, you did. It's okay. <laughs> We just no. we just extended the punchline. <laughs> yeah, it's terrible, terrible. Okay, you um you want to tell me what you like about what we do in the shadows? Cause I tried. <laughs> <laughs> okay, tonight, uh, yes. ladies and gentlemen, we are going to talk about some shows we have watched. We got another guest coming next week, but right now. We got to yes, get some sick of shows. hearing us. <laughs> yeah, some of these shows we we were watching. We got to get those out so we can get on those uh, on those hashtags and all. <laughs> yeah. What what we do in the shadows was just one that um, you have been watching. It's a horror comedy documentary type thing. Please tell me what you like about this. Okay, here's the thing. It's not about the show. It's about the characters. Mm-hmm. This is a character-driven show. It's just about, and if you don't, if you don't, like the characters are very dry in some ways. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like The Office for goth people. Okay. That's how I see it. Because I liked some of The Office, but it wasn't really my cup of tea. But with the goth surrounding and the and the whole accidental vampire murderer. Um, guy you know the the mexican dude mm-hmm. i don't remember it's been a while since i i binged it but i mean you know i i i loved it because of that and and i and i'm a character driven person like i ain't even right like that so i have to have strong characters or i just can't stay interested in the stories gotcha even the ones um, i'm writing so well i'm all about i i, I agree with you on the character i love char- strong characters and development and um and I've, I've, I'm getting to the point that I enjoy horror in comedy, uh, comedy in horror. You know what I mean? Like um, the the two, you know, mixing the genres. And I like, I've always liked dry humor, dark right. humor. So well, I thought, maybe, you know. Maybe it's because I've always been kind of in the goth scene, you know, a little bit. And I find 
so many people who want to be vampires or gothy to be very pompous and stupid. <laughs> <laughs> no, not, not everyone. Trust me, it's not everyone I ever met, but a lot of them that I've seen over the years. And I can find humor in that, that kind of uh, role, role, you know, that kind of character, that kind of creation. So I guess I'm maybe tying some of that in with what I'm watching. Well, I can't say that I didn't laugh out loud a couple of times because I did. Um, yeah. That part where the the half drunk—they're all half drunk. No, um, some—they're—they've been drinking too much. No, somebody drank only half of them and left the rest of them. They should drink it all. If you're gonna drink, drink all of them. You know that. By right. the way, this, these are vampires, guys. Um, yes. I, I guess I should have said that if you have if, all uh, kinds of vampires. Watched this show. Yeah. And uh, so I, I thought that was funny. And when they when because I only watched the first episode, I did not go any further. But when the oh, the okay. one they were resurrecting, when he came out and he looked at the camera like, what is this? And it was like, is they watching me? You know, that was funny. There were some funny moments. But I think maybe the the documentary part is what kind of threw me off, too. Like if it was just the office um vibe right. you right. know just the dark humor just the dryness and all that i probably would have enjoyed it but that whole documentary setup too just was well like, it could be one of those things that you leave playing while you're doing something yeah honestly be. the more you hear each character and you hear you get to know their personalities that's when it becomes very entertaining mm. I, I did think some of it was funny it was just one of those things where i was like you know what I, there's some other stuff i could be watching right now yeah <laughs> I get it. It was one of those things I would watch, like when I ran out of um, Bob's Burgers to watch. You know, mm, <laughs> I just mm-hmm. throw that on and just kind of have it playing. I'd be shopping Facebook Market or Amazon and listening to that. You know? Yeah, I could see it could be a background type show where it doesn't require all of your attention, and yeah. then you know you could look up every now and see them doing something crazy and laugh. I, I could see that. Yeah. yeah. Um, That's how I felt about it. But I, I definitely got to know the characters through this through the each season and it's not that long but it was fun I, I got into it and and eventually I just you know there was just certain things that they would say that I'm like oh my god I love that you know so. <laughs> okay <Yeah>. all right <laughs> admittedly I am not a comedy person you know what I mean so sure. it it sometimes works for me sometimes doesn't it's a hit or miss so you know I get it I, I was actually I yeah. tell- go ahead I wouldn't tell anyone not to watch it, of course. Right. Yeah. I actually watched some old Richard Pryor on Netflix this past week. I love stand-up, but I remember when I was a kid trying to watch that, and my parents were like, no, 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 you can't watch this. <laughs> and now, I, as I watch it, I'm like, I see why they said that. <laughs> <laughs> Danny was watching uh, Richard Pryor this, this week, too. Was it Richard Pryor's birthday or something? Everybody's back on Richard Pryor? I don't know. I don't know I just saw it up there and I had to watch it and he you know when I was younger my dad had the mustache and, and chops and so he reminded me of my dad a lot because of the the, the mustache and the and the he used to have the long chops too but um mm. that mustache was identical to my dad's like they they wore that mustache to death mm-hmm. and uh so I just I just saw it and I thought well I'll watch it you know I remember I liked watching him and I never saw this particular stand-up because I was always hushed off to bed. <laughs> mm, I see, yeah. That shit was funny. He said, I got mad at my car and I shot it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to, I guess I could just, are we done with what we do in the shadows going to the next one? Sure, absolutely. All right. I want to rave about Lovecraft Country. Yes, Please tell I, me you found it. I did not, but ah! I... I know. I was really hoping to try to get it done and just didn't happen. I wouldn't have even had time, probably. Oh, <laughs> my God. And I know you've seen everybody talking about it. Uh, well, only a little bit on our page. Yeah. Yeah. And our Facebook group, people. I'm, and I, I can't go anywhere on Twitter or um, well, mainly Twitter is where I've been spending a lot of time lately. But, uh, yeah, it is it is so good it it surpassed my expectations which is always nice. a good thing yes it is it is brilliantly done i'd really love to read this script since that's what i've been reading lately it's um uh i i hate i don't want to spoil it for you 
Okay. But I, but I want to tell people enough so that they will watch it. You know what I mean? Yeah, this is go one ahead. of the things that, that I really want people to watch. I have not, I've not come across anybody yet that, that disagreed about it being great, a great premiere mm-hmm. for, awesome. uh, for a season. Yeah. So this is, uh, I'll just say this is kind of like black horror, really, which is something that we don't have a lot of. Oh, wow. Journey Smollett. That's, um, you remember the guy from yes. uh, okay from from oh god what was the show on Fox? Uh, I just went blank. I see everybody in my head though. Oh, and I Lord. know people people are shouting the name right now. I uh, know right. they're like, are y'all really that stupid? <laughs> I can't even believe I can't remember. Let me look this shit up. Oh um, my god. <laughs> <laughs> we like, ain't old. Shut up. <laughs> I remember his name. How come I can't remember? Empire. 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 Yes. Empire. There we go. Um, <laughs> so, um, now, now I knew of Journey before I knew of Jussie. It's just that because of him being on Empire and because of that scandal, people started knowing his name more. But Journey's been around for a while. She was also in Birds of Prey. But she owns that fucking character, man. It's it's so great to see her coming out strong like that. And and um, she's not the only one, but she's the standout to me right now. You know, okay. um, it's uh, basically they're back in 50s, in, in the 50s. And so, you know, you remember when we spent all that time talking about the, the racial tensions in yes. um, the Umbrella Academy? Well, that is going on here because they're in the 50s. And and you know how I told you, I have trouble with that. I struggle with that. Sure. I, 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 this, it's, a da- it's already a daily issue. You know, it's something you've got to deal with on a regular basis. But and so when I get into my my shows and I want an escape from that and I just want to enjoy and so I was like, oh, um, I knew it was going to be like that because if you're in the 50s, that's what you're going to have to deal with. But they're they're going through like the Sunset Cities. You know what a Sunset City is? No. A city where if you black, you better not be there after dark. Oh, OK. And so um, there's this issue of them being places where they are they are not wanted as whites only, mm. stuff like that. And just wow. like we saw in, in the Umbrella Academy when they're attacking that. And, but the way that they, they handled it made it so satisfying that I was okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, the karma, that karma that came back, but it was, it's, it's, it's rooted in the horror element. It is the horror of the show that, mm that that um that's where you see it in in the karma that comes back was very fulfilling and so when there's consequences like that i'm okay i'm okay i'm okay 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 yeah but the the graphics are good i like it you know you, when you want to see some creatures the creatures are good it had me mm-hmm. on the edge of my seat at the at the end by the end i was like oh my goodness you know <laughs> jumping like oh, okay all right. Uh-huh. It was it was a great premiere, and I really hope they keep that that same fire going. Don't don't let it be just a good premiere now. Keep it going, keep it going, because right now you got everybody's attention. We're all watching, we're all loving, we're all talking about it. Keep it going. That's awesome. I want a live tweet. I want a live tweet with them the next time. It's, it's okay. this is a HBO show, but I I want to be a part of that. Because I want to, I want it to con- continue to trend and make sure we get those five, six seasons, you know? Yeah, absolutely. It sounds awesome. Yeah, I really, I really hope you can get to see it. It's a, it's an HBO show, but you know. You know, us, us poor folk. <laughs> <laughs> now I did see a, a Netflix show today that I hadn't. Um, I had not seen much of, if I can figure out what it was called. Um, Lucifer. <laughs> As you can tell, I'm on Netflix trying to find it. Uh, it was The Summoning of Something. Have you seen that? The Actually, who? The Summoning. Let's see. The Summoning? No, I haven't seen that. We didn't have that on we, our list for the day, so I didn't. We didn't. I just happened to 
watch it the other night and finished it today. We Summon the Darkness is what it is. It's a new 2020. It just came out on Netflix a few, like a week or so ago. It's based in 1980. And it's about uh, these kids going to heavy metal concerts and these grisly murders that are happening around all this concert going stuff. And it's like this murder, satanic murder spree that's happening. Oh, I think that's the one that was um, a spinoff of the movie, right? Which movie? This is a movie. Is it a spinoff of the movie? Because I I saw it being... um advertised to me it has the rock stars uh if i can't think of their names and it does me no good no so. rock stars at all this is just a group of girls going to a rock concert oh okay well yeah, no then i don't okay. know anything about that but i'm gonna it's watch that new. tonight then yeah we summon the darkness is what it's called and okay. it's a little it's a little um tropey and it's definitely got a um you know a very like okay I, I already know what's going where this is going but there is actually some good parts in it and it doesn't have like a, a neat tied up end um it, it left it open where things could could happen and grow from it but i enjoyed it mostly because it was set in the 80s and i got to hear some good you know 80s rock and um mm-hmm. you know it's just it was fun it was a silly it's kind of, it's not it wasn't necessarily meant to be funny but <laughs> it's very gory um, okay. But I enjoyed Uh-oh. it, and I, I found some funny in it. Okay. Well, I'll I'll um I'll have to check that out. It looks like I I got an alert that says poor connection, but it's still recording. So yeah, I still if, see if, if if it glitched out at that point, that's what happened. <laughs> ah, got it. Um, well, we summon the darkness. Okay, I'll have to check that out. Yeah, check it out. And you told me about La Llorona, the yes, Spanish. La Llorona. Um, yeah. Yeah, I saw the curse of La Llorona and I loved it. I tried La Llorona this one, and I got maybe halfway through. I'm really? going ba- to come back to it. It was intense. But the, the horror part hadn't started yet. Oh, how did you miss it, though? It, it, it was going from the beginning. Really? Yes, this is a slow burn movie. This is uh, on Prime, correct? Was it Amazon Prime? It or was it? Well, I think I'm watching the right one. It was... um, It's in subtitles, right? It's about this older man. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Then if there's any horror going on, I have been missing it all. I saw the part where he he thought... Okay, the the woman is whispering. Okay, I get that. But, I mean, nothing else is happening. Like, she ain't Uh, killed nobody or attacked anybody. Put it that way. No. Because it's everything that happens... That's scary all accumulates to the end. And you figure yeah. out what's happening by the end. I so figured. this movie is about a dictator who gets who is being uh, charged with his crimes against humanity years after he had stunned them. Mm-hmm. And because of his, his uh, uh, presence and his army's presence, thousands upon thousands of people on an island were killed. And, and tortured and just horrible things befell of the women and children. Um, and it was all because of him and his soldiers. So now we see this elderly man who's ill, uh, who's getting dementia, and um, his wife and his child, who is not a child, she's an adult, she's a doctor, and then she has her her daughter, which is his grandchild. So they're all kind of in the home together, and you do, what we're seeing is the day before the trial, when, you, when it first starts. And so you get a little glimpse of him hearing whispers and voices and hearing the, the wailing of, the, of La Llorona. Uh, and he, is, he takes his gun, and he actually almost shoots his wife. Um, and they yeah, have to I take that. Gun. Yeah, he, they took the gun from him because he's he's like, I hear her, I hear her. Mm-hmm. So I I don't want to give it away, but don't give up on this if anybody is going to watch it, especially you, Julio. I know you're going to watch this for me. <laughs> <laughs> this is so good. They the way they do this, it's truly so rooted in the Mexican culture um, because of the. The, the way this this ghostly presence um, 
comes about the house and how it's not just La Llorona. There's other spirits that are actually there and you don't even realize it, what's happening until it's already happening. Um, You think it's something totally different happening. And you start to realize that it's the shared guilt of the mother trying to be in denial because the mother is, the daughter is telling the mom, you know, how do you feel about, you know, the things he's accused of? And the mom's like, how can you believe them? They're nothing but a bunch of whores. They threw themselves at those, the soldiers. He told me all the time. Yes. So, you know, she's in total denial and there's guilt there. And then the daughter definitely feels guilt and shame. And then the young girl just, you know, she's just there with her mom and her grandma. She doesn't really understand what's happening. Um, but at the end, when everything comes to fruition and you see all, and then that, it's kind of like a um, show at the very end you, that they revealed it, the, that what's his name was a ghost the whole time. Oh, my gosh. Thanks. <laughs> I can't even remember the name of that damn show. Bruce Willis. Six Signs. I'm in a uh, six cents. Six cents. So it's like that realization at the end where you're like, holy shit, I see what's happening. Um, I kind of already started suspecting it, but it was hard because everything we see from his perspective, we think he's going into like, you know, old man mode. Dementia. Yeah, he's Mm -hmm. in dementia. He's in a different place mentally. We can't really trust whatever he's observing and what he's seeing. But you start to realize it's not just him seeing it. And it's, you know, all kinds of things that are happening. And, and so. And speaking ahead. of dementia, that dementia element, that's why this kind of reminded me of Relic with the three women and the older woman having it was the, the manifestation of dementia that she was going through with all the black soot all through the house and all that. And it, it, it it's. So far from what I've seen is having the same slow pace too. Now I plan to come back to this just like I did that one. I came back to Relic so I could finish it out. I plan to come back to this one. Relic was, it it had a really good ending, but you know, for all that slow burn, I didn't think it was as satisfying enough. If, if, if La Llorona ends up really satisfying at the end, then I'll be, I'll be cool. I'll be okay. The slow burn is fine as long as it's satisfying at the end. Well, I really enjoyed what happened at the end. And okay. I felt like it was a very much, it was a 360 and this, this whole realization of what, what was needed, what needed to happen the whole time. But, but, you know, no one was brave enough to do it. You, you'll, you'll see it and you'll okay. be like, oh, wow. But yeah, I enjoyed that one a lot. And that, that was reckoned to, recommended to me by my um, longtime friend, Veronica. Um, she and I love watching stuff like that. And of course she's from Mexico, so she knows what they're saying. I have to read the subtitles, you know? <laughs> yeah, I'm reading the subtitles too. But it's worth it. I mean, it's really, it's good. And I, I this would be one I'd watch again just to catch the things I'm sure I missed. Okay. Well, I did plan to get back to it, so we'll see. Um, hopefully it's, um, hopefully it, it, it wraps up very well. Yes, I think you'll enjoy it. Okay. Satisfactory. It's got a good satisfactory ending. It's creepy as fuck, but it's 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 satisfactory at the same time. Okay, creepy I could do. What about Project Power? What'd you think? I enjoyed it. Did you yeah. like it? I did. I enjoyed it. This is kind of sci-fi fantasy. You know, it's like superhero type powers and stuff. It reminded me of Limitless. With the, mm. did you ever watch Limitless the movie? I watched. Oh wait, the movie. With Bradley Cooper. Well, there was a show. I didn't watch the show, but it did okay. get a, a show. But, mm-hmm. you know, just the the pill, uh, except right. for with Limitless, it was for intellectual power. You know, That's they right. had, you could use all the, the your mental potential. And on this, it was physical strength or whatever your, right. your mutant power became. <laughs> and right. I, I did like the fact that you didn't know what their power would be, you know. I right. like the surprise in that. Well, I was really curious at the end. What what was his animal? <laughs> you know what I mean? Because uh, it all had to do with an animal. Was it was it a siren or a dragon? Something that wiped out all that. Yeah, possibly a dragon. Because it, it was, was like, he did go off like a bomb. I, yeah, there's a lot of fire. <laughs> Maybe I was confused by that. I, I would definitely watch that one again because I feel like I missed something. There was a lot of action, which was great. 
and uh, I enjoyed. I have not seen. Um, oh my God, what's his name? Jamie Fox. Thank you for the love of everything. I don't know what's wrong with me tonight, everyone. Maybe I'm <laughs> Alzheimer's. Good Lord. You know, it was good to see Gordon Levitt too. Yes, absolutely. I mean, yeah. I just, there were some great, great people in this one, and I love the, yeah. the young girls in it. They were really good. Yeah. Um, she was a good little rapper, that girl. Yeah. Very Machine good. Gun Kelly's in it too. <laughs> well, I I enjoyed it a lot, and I definitely would recommend it. Um, it's a good wake you up, watch something to get your blood going, and be like, oh, that was fun. It's very uh, creative, surprisingly. Yeah. I, I liked him better as this than any of the other superheroes he's played. Jamie Foxx, had, he was, what was he, electric guy once? Can't remember mm-hmm. what the actual character was, but he was electric. And and then, was he Green Lantern one time, too? Shit, I'm, I'm fucking it up. I don't I think so. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> Probably have the wrong name. Julio, don't you sit up here and, and, and be shouting out these names. Like, He's oh, going to be like shaking his head there. right now. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Um, yeah, Jamie Foxx is so well. good. You know what? I'm going to have to look this shit up. Jamie yeah. Foxx has been a superhero. I know two other times. That I, well, superhero is probably not the right word. He, he has was been, not a hero necessarily in this. Right. More like an anti-hero. He was the majority of the gory and horrific murdering was coming from him. So I'm not sure we could call him an anti-hero is the word I'm looking yeah. for. I don't think it was like the actual hero, but, I but he had, his he had powers. Yeah, and honestly, you know, that that is something, you know, uh, what's his name and, and uh, is it? No. I'm just going to stop trying to name names. But that movie where the daughter was taken, Liam Neeson, when he was like, I'm coming to get you or whatever, you know, you know, there's this thing in the movies that they do where, where, and I don't know if it's only a male thing, but that empathy just gets turned off and they're just like killing machines and they don't give a fuck whether you're a little kid or a big, big person or what the fuck they're doing what they're doing. And, and you're either going to get with the program and get the fuck out the way. <laughs> I just don't you know, know that I could ever be that, that empathy list unless it was a really necessary, Necessary. But I'm afraid what would happen, you see, if that if that humanity switch got turned off like they do in uh it was the vampire diaries, remember? Where they could mm-hmm. turn off their humanity and then they became like these I would be a ripper. I think I'd be a ripper. <laughs> There's the train, everyone. We knew <laughs> I thought you moved away from the train. <laughs> Girl, I ain't moved that yet. I've only got some of it over there. <laughs> see, look, I was right. He was Electro on the Amazing Spider-Man 2 in 2014. He was Electro. Now, hold up. There was another one. I've seen him in green doing something. <laughs> now, Electro was not a good guy. But let me just say this. I really love Jamie Foxx. I mean, he, he is a, a he is so talented. Jamie Foxx can can act. He can he he's so musically talented. He can sing. He can play the piano. He um he's funny as hell. You know he's he is just really he's all around good entertainer. Yeah, he is. It's it's so great to see someone with that kind of talent allowed to be their talent and not just smothered by so much of Hollywood. You know what I mean? Hollywood is mm. just just this disgusting place in my mind. You know what I mean? It's just like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> While we're waiting for you to look up Jimmy Fox, my husband did tell me in my new place, I'm not allowed to put up my scary monster painting. because <laughs> He's trying to tell me it's because it, it doesn't look like a very good painting and it's not well done. But I'm going to tell you what it is. That motherfucker had a nightmare about my painting. And ever since then, he ain't like that painting. <laughs> Well, is it, is it like, um, is it like smudging? Like, you know, if you're affected by it, it's because there's something wrong with you on the inside. Right. Exactly. <laughs> it looks like the demons that are come after his soul for being <laughs> white. <laughs> That's so nice. <laughs> oh, all right. So we both saw the host. Yes. I told you about the host because people have been talking about it like crazy. It's like for two weeks straight, 
I couldn't do anything without somebody saying, have you seen the host yet? Have you seen the host yet? <laughs> <laughs> so yes, motherfuckers, I finally watched the host. <laughs> I, I, you know, it was, it was, it was fine for what it was. It, it was like, you know, the whole, it was just hokey horror to me. Like there's so many hokey horror films like that out there right now. Um, what what they did great i think i would give them this credit okay yeah it it was interesting it was a different concept so with the host guys for anyone doesn't know they are this is a pandemic um inspired and shot film so they are on and they did yeah what they did do a really good job at that yeah they're on zoom they're on zoom calls and they're so it's like a tiled screen and they, they decide to hold a, a seance and it goes badly. And you can watch what's happening to each of them in their respective places where they are. And um, and, and so that was creative. I give them that. But what's yes. most impressive, what's more impressive to me than what I actually watched, you know, the, the you know, the quality was, you know, it was OK and all that. Mm-hmm. But what was most impressive was like along the lines of paranormal activity, that franchise, Jason Bloom's mm-hmm. uh, franchise. If you don't know the story with um, with uh, uh, Bloomhouse is where what where we get a lot of the horror films that we that we watch now, but Jason Bloom had had Paranormal Activity being a movie. This was his his he he believed in it, and he couldn't mm. get it greenlit. Nobody would finance it. He couldn't get it made, and he invested fifteen thousand dollars into this movie. He took everything he had and he put it in paranormal activity i think there's what four or five now yeah okay there was only like one of them that i didn't care for but the rest of them were good at the time everybody passed on it those movies went on to make you know what i want to give you the exact figure (laughs) let me tell you what yeah i like that i like that franchise it was good yes this is because it's remarkable um the the first one um, I think, uh, where is my, my, my stats? I want to give you the figures. Okay. So the budget was $15,000, right? So far worldwide gross. Well, let, let me do this. Opening weekend was almost 6 million. Jeez. Grossed domestic 107 million nine hundred eighteen thousand eight hundred and ten worldwide gross as of right now according to imdb that is 193 million three hundred fifty five thousand eight hundred dollars that is from fifteen thousand dollar budget to 193 million three hundred fifty five thousand eight hundred those are remarkable stats i mean the the figures on that this is somebody who couldn't who everybody passed on. They were like, nah, no thanks. Nah, nah, we don't see it. We don't see it. Nah, I'm not going to, nah, that ain't going to do well. I'm not going to invest the money in that. Look at what that man did with that, you know? So yeah. I see that with the, I see that with hosts. I can I see, see that, that yeah. they, they took a low budget. Like they really didn't have to spend much, maybe for the special effects, maybe for the video editing, you know? Yeah. And I can see now by word of mouth, everybody's talking about host. And it's yeah. on Shutter. It's everywhere. Yeah. And so that's that's a that's a remarkable thing for them. You know, that's amazing. I I, I applaud them. Their their creativity and their initiative is being rewarded right now, and I think that's great. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I I definitely feel like for me, I thought it was very creative for what they had to be able to do. But you know, for me, it wasn't original enough for me to be like I loved it so much you know what I mean mm-hmm. but I did enjoy it for what it was um and of course being a you know a person who's done seances and stuff it's just it's hard for me to bend, bend the truth that much you know but it's kind of like when an engineer watches you know an outer space movie they know come on you know that's not possible <laughs> you know what I mean yeah so you just you just gotta let like try to take that out of your head and then you can enjoy it more well, how, how about how about um, 
you know, like when we were doing this, the the uh, the Ouija boards, right? We were talking yeah. about the Ouija boards and the rules with it. Like you're supposed to something that I didn't know until sure. I was talking to you about it, that you're supposed to to say goodbye. You're supposed to close it out. You can't just walk away because if you've invited any spirits and they've arrived, you they're going to linger if you don't close it. You remember right. when, when we were right. talking about that? So I was thinking maybe they didn't explain the rules very well, but perhaps that was what we were supposed to gather. There was there was one thing that they said where they were like, you you got to, you know, tie cut the, the string and yeah, right. cut the cord and blow out the candle. And the first guy that left, that wasn't done. And I was wondering, right. you know, if they, they, they tried to tie it into like the rules were broken and that's why this happened. A hundred percent, yeah. Though, though perhaps... They could have expounded on that just a little bit, so there'd be like more understanding on on why. But I I think that's what they were trying to go with that. Yeah. I Did that make right. more sense if if it was within their rules that the rules were broken? Of course, yeah, of course, yeah. No, for sure. It's just you know for me, um, it, it was it was entertaining. It's just like watching The Witch, right? I love The Witch. It's a great film, yeah. and I enjoyed it. But I know it's not rooted in real witchcraft. You know, none okay. of that. You know, none, gotcha. none of that was true, but it still was enjoyable to watch, you know? Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. But it wasn't, it was, you know, not, not, I guess what it's missing for me to feel that way is depth. There wasn't a lot of depth. We didn't know much about the characters. You know, mm-hmm. we only knew two or three seconds worth and that's okay because this was, it was almost like an anthology. You know what, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't very long. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was like 56 minutes. Yeah, so there could have been like two of these, you know, um, that somehow make another something that ties in with this one. That would be that would be creative and and but you know that's that could have been why I didn't get that feeling of real like oh you know I, like with um, Paranormal Activity it was a full movie length and there mm-hmm. was all these Easter eggs if you will of possible connections to other storyline which mm-hmm. we did get in all the rest of the parts. So that that had, you know, that, you know, any good story will keep you coming, like pulling you a little bit from different directions to keep your attention uh, and making you feel like you're you're getting somewhere. Right. Um, And this was more like it was like real time. You know, it's kind of like a video game. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Where you just you're in real time. You have to be paying close attention. I rewinded a few times Mm -hmm. uh, so I could see what was happening because, you know, something would happen in one of the screens and you'd be like, what was that? So yeah. you would have to, I would have to rewind to see what it was. Gotcha. Okay. Well, it it was okay. I mean, the first 11 minutes, I, I think they were trying to set up who the characters were in some way. Uh, I was just bored with the first 11 minutes. Like, yeah. oh, when, when, is, when are y'all going to start getting killed? But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, yeah. That one, there was one chick, the one that I guess they were arguing over who was responsible for what happened. I saw them arguing on Twitter, you know, play arguing. But uh, the 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 one girl that first was pretending that she was calling somebody or that mm-hmm. somebody had inhabited her, or whatever. Uh, I was wondering when she was gonna set herself on fire by accident. <laughs> she was all up in that candle, and I was like, oh right? my god, please move back, please move back. Move back from that candle. Yeah. So I will say that it was heavy on the suspense for me. There was a lot of times where I thought something major was going to happen and nothing happened. But oh, okay. Yeah, and that was one thing too. I just I just knew she was going to going to go up and smoke the way she kept getting all in that candle. Oh my gosh. You know, um, there was so many times I was like, oh man, they're going to get it, they're going to get it, and then some. Then you know, just went back to talking or something like that. So. I don't know. I guess there was tension and suspense that way. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I enjoyed it. I did enjoy it, but I'm like, I t- like I said in the beginning, I'm such a character driven person. Gotcha. Yeah. I have to have real, real 3d characters. If it's 2d in any way, I just, I'll start tuning it out. And yeah. like you, I'm just looking for the deaths and let's see what they can do. And they did some good special effects. They really did. Um, and it was, and that, you know, I appreciated the fastness of everything as it started happening, um, because mm-hmm. then it was like you don't have to drag it out at this point. Let's just see all the see all the mayhem and let's go. You know. Right, right. So let me ask you this: Was it one spirit that had gotten into all of their different houses, or did they all conjure up their own different ones? 
I think it what was the think? same. I got the feeling it was the same entity. Same um, one. Okay. I can just say this thing must have been able to travel through the internet because it would literally be from one screen to the next. And that's just, that's definitely not a possibility in the realm of our scientific world. Oh, I see. I see. <laughs> yeah. I because see. Ener- energy is, is truly what it is. It's energy. It's not, there's nothing else than what it is. And you can't, you can, you know, if you look at it, a spirit is not the same type of energy as the energy we have in the walls. But mm-hmm. it is an it is still an energy that exists. It's life form energy. So I don't necessarily think it could travel through the internet that quickly, or if at all, it can. You know, things can manifest themselves over several miles, but it is still ruled by our, our physics. Gotcha. Yeah. So There's that's where one- I had to let that, you know, kind of let that bend and not look at that as a you know real. Gotcha. Uh, people, uh, well, one more thing that I, I started watching, and this is because I've been in between braiding and doing everything else that I've been doing. Uh, well, braiding, I mean, in between writing and everything else. Oh, I've been getting all my words twisted. But in between writing <laughs> and everything been writing, doing. She's been writing I've some been, crazy nonsense. <laughs> I've been braiding, braiding my daughter's hair, too. Oh, okay. So while I'm doing that, I started, well, you know, I'm, it takes so long. I'm putting yeah. pink hair she wanted pink hair, so I'm braiding her hair pink. <laughs> but I started watching Girlfriend's Guide to Divorce. <laughs> well, is that any good? It's actually pretty funny. I enjoyed it. Now, it's not one of those where I look at this, gotta see what happens next, gotta see what happens next, you know, but it's it's a good one to just watch when you just, you know, got nothing else to do or if you have it on in the background, it's been perfect. If I just wanted to clear my head for a minute so that I can work out some issue with something that I'm writing, it's perfect. It's It's got nothing to do with anything that I'm writing or anything that I'm doing. So it's just completely different. It's, um I guess it's a comedy uh, and, and it's kind of probably geared more towards our age group. They're in their 40s or late 40s, mid 40s, some, somewhere around our age. And they're they're all divorced. <laughs> and it's it's kind of funny like um she's an author and or she's a writer cuz she writes books but sometimes she also does like journalistic piece pieces or magazine articles and stuff she does like she starts doing a column at some point but her what happens is her brand is all about how she was talking about healthy marriage and healthy children and everything's just beautiful and lovely how to have the perfect marriage uh, which by the way this sounds familiar i might have seen how this. to have a perfect marriage and there's rules it and so it kind of reminded me of that because they start out with some rules and then you see what happens during the episode so it reminded me of that how to have a perfect marriage book that i've written so in this they are she she is supposedly guru on perfect marriage, perfect life. And then you can just watch it crash and burn. And with that goes her, her brand when her, when her marriage and family is up uprooted, so is her brand. And then she has to become the guru of divorce. <laughs> and then, I think and then, I've seen this. I think I've seen this. Really? I think so. Well, well, I bring it up because there, there are some, some of the sex scenes are pretty interesting. They don't linger it is not. It is a TV 14 show. I would really love for this one to be a TVMA, right. uh, but it is uh, so, some of you know the relationships and the the things that they have going on probably would look like me if I were in, at that stage where she's at mm-hmm. uh, when she was talking about killing her husband. She she just blew her whole brand up that day. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was talking about you know sometimes I look at my husband while he's sleeping. And I just think things would be so much easier if he was just dead. He would die. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm just, I'm winking at all of the wives that are listening because I know you've thought about it. You have not been married long enough if you if that thought hadn't crossed your, your mind at some point. I was with my first one, girl. <laughs> as they say in the show, um, you're not supposed to say it, you know. You're not supposed to say it, but and she does. Uh, well, give give this one long enough, and you'll get there again. You'll get there again. <laughs> thanks, Icy. Thanks. <laughs> Girl, as long as he keeps his his bicep and his ass looking good, I'll be all right. <laughs> well, I, it's 
that's that's gonna go at some point too. <laughs> well, hopefully by then I won't care. Of course, I then got my eyes fixed, so I will always be able to see. <laughs> that's what I was about to say. You may not be able to see. You may not be able to nope. see. <laughs> nope, I got robo eyes now. Too late. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just make him stay close because I can't see too close that good. <laughs> I'm so wrong. <laughs> well, around here, mine be working out still, working out hard. I'm the one that's that that looks like a Pillsbury, you know. We just boop. Who are you talking out? I know, girl. <laughs> I've been I was working out last week hardcore, and this week all I've been doing is moving. Ah, uh-huh. well, that's to be good exercise then, right? Hopefully. Yeah. Well, I like that show. I think I hope people watch it. That's a good show. I remember seeing it. Mm -hmm. The the one you were just talking about. Yeah, I'm in. I think I'm. It's uh, near the end of the second season. I didn't realize that show had so many seasons. Like if you saw, if you saw some of it, did you watch all of it? There's like five seasons to that show. I don't think I've seen it all. Yeah. Well, I don't know what happens after this, because I, I keep thinking, like, Dag, how are they going to keep this thing going? Keep it going. Like, okay, we're already at this stage. I'm, I'm enjoying her dating. You know, the dates that she goes on is, is quite interesting. Some One is a gigolo. One is a guy that's that could be her, is young enough to be her son. You know, all the different things that we probably, the scenarios we probably find ourselves in if we were in her, her situation. But, you know. Yeah. I remember when I uh, got a divorce, I decided I was going to do a blog called Single at 40. And it started off funny, but then it became depressing. So I just stopped writing it. <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure she goes through that on here, too. I have oh, I've seen yeah. her depressing. Like, sometimes she makes it look so much fun. It's like, hmm. <laughs> and then other times it's like, oh, my God. No, I would not want to go through that where, you know, she's just so lonely or depressed. And then whatever she's not going through, one of her friends is going through. And it's like, oh, my God, it looks awful. It's like sex in the city, but, you know, different. Exactly. Exactly. Sex after divorce or something. Right. That's exactly what it seems like. Well, you know, I had just decided, girl, I was like, you know what? Fuck this shit. I ain't getting married again. I ain't going to be in no relationships. I'm just going to have a guy when I want a guy keep going i ain't got time for this shit the next one comes along ready to put a ring on it damn it (laughs) (laughs) if it wasn't for those biceps in the ass i wouldn't have even looked twice (laughs) ruin everything (laughs) i knew i was in trouble when i saw him though i was like oh hell (laughs) (laughs) he was sitting back there with his lasso winding it up i'm gonna get her Mm -hmm. I uh, said every like every week we still look at each other and go how the fuck did this happen <laughs> how did we get married? Well, it, it's a funny show and it's sexy, but it would be a lot sexier with the TVMA. That's just that's just me. Sure. <laughs> but um, I guess you know by now our listeners are probably like, what the fuck is going on with these ladies? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, we're recording, aren't we? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Time to cut it. <laughs> All right. I guess we'll give them a break. They're sick of us now. <laughs> All right. As of right now, we have an Australian actor, director, producer scheduled for next week. So that should be fun. It'll be our first Australian. I guess we got to look nice, huh? Yeah, he wants to do video. <laughs> Hell. Can't be coming to the same looking like like I look right now. Yeah, I've been outside in yeah. the heat all day. I have, have some stinky panocha. It's bad. Yeah, I gotta go do something to my head, throw on some <laughs> lipstick or something for next week. He wants to do a video. But you, you know what? As long as he's coming with the Australian accent, I'll put the fucking wig and lipstick on. Girl, <laughs> if he has an Australian accent, I might have to be like turning my mic off for a minute. <laughs> I'll be like, y'all don't want to hear what's happening on my side. I'll just have a big old smile in the camera. I'm going to have some lines ready for him to read. Here, read these. Oh, Lord. Oh, God. That's, uh, yeah. That's one of All my right. favorite shows now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, girl. Well, have a good night. Sure. Be good. Bye, if everyone. can't be good, be sexy. That's right. <laughs> Bye. Hey guys, are you looking for that perfect logo to represent you, your company, or perhaps just your next birthday shindig? 
Well, you can find that person to help you create exactly what you're looking for at printprintrevolution.com. These guys do hand silk screening. They do amazing work on Adobe and Photoshop to make your images come to life. You got to check them out, printprintrevolution.com. That's printprintrevolution.com. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Sex and Horror. Make sure you subscribe and join our Facebook group. If you'd like to be a guest, let us know. If you have a topic to suggest, a movie, TV show, book, song to be featured, let us know. You can follow me at ChantalRenee.com. And I'm at Dicey Grinner all over social media. You can find me on my website, DiceyGrinnerBooks.com. See See you you next week for Sex and Horror. Horror.